The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your new or existing home is one of your most important assets, yet too many people rely on sites, shows, and tips from people who are not in the real estate business when making important decisions. It's time to get real and trust a professional. This is Real Real Estate Today with host Deb Tomorrow. In this series, you'll learn about making smart decisions when it comes to buying a home, selling a home, or even staying in the home you're in. Now, here is your host, Realtor Deb Tomorrow. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous edition of Real Real Estate. Today, I am your host, Deb Tomorrow. I am joined today by the one and only best damn associate producer in the state of Indiana. We could probably extend that out into the entire country. Rachel, say hello. Hello. Rachel is once again standing in for Karen who is out this week, and uh, she'll be back soon. But luckily, we're not really talking about lender things today. We're doing a little bitching about realtors. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to turn into that. Okay, Rachel, so you're on notice to kick me under the table. Keeping it positive. Yeah, keep it positive um, and try not. Sometimes I have to find a constructive way to express things that concern me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't want to be overly critical. We all make mistakes. But anyways, we will get to that because we are going to talk today about what your realtor should be doing to market your home. So we're not going to talk about how to prep your home or what a realtor should be doing to, to help you prep your home for sale or how a realtor should be telling you how to price your home or anything like that. We're just going to focus on the small portion that is about marketing your home and how does that realtor, how does your realtor go out and find buyers and get them through the door. So that specific part, I think one of the biggest um, challenges and one of the things that makes me love real estate so much and my job as a realtor is that it's so varied. Mm. And the marketing part of trying to get buyers through your door is just one small part. Mm-hmm. And there's you know legal parts and there's staging parts and there's you know all kinds of marketing myself, marketing my company, you know, on and on and on and on. So um, it's just one small part, but it's an important part. So we're going to talk about that. Did you watch the debates last night, Karen? Karen, Rachel. you're not Karen. Rachel. <laughs> I can pretend, but I don't think I'd be nearly as knowledgeable oh, about goodness. lending as I think Karen we, is. We have all agreed that today is going to be a long day. We have. And I did watch the debate last night. Okay. I didn't play the drinking game because it was advised, we were advised to not. Yes, because of um, blood alcohol poisoning. Right. And I'm not a big drinker anyway, so I kept it at three beverages. I have a funny story about a drinking game. Yes. So last week I had, there's a teenage intern, a high school intern that works in this office and she just helps realtors if they need anything done. And they were looking for something for her to do last week. And I said, well, I need some of my, my shows pot, um, uh, cataloged, sure, like broken down and topics and, you know, from this minute to this minute, whatever. So mm-hmm. we can use that and some marketing things. And so I was handing over some outlines, show outlines for her to use. And as I looked at one, I realized, oh, 
hmm, we played a drinking game during that one. Wait, how old was this intern? She was in high school. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, oh, should I, I don't have anything else for her to do except the drinking game episode, uh-huh. which was probably sometime mid-April. Uh, we were debunking mortgage myths. Oh, yes. That was a two-part series. There was, was a lot of drinking yes, going on. Yes, a lot of drinking going on there. And you're supposed to drink every time I use the word debunk. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop and explain to her. And I don't have kids, so it's pretty funny to watch me like lecture kids about, now, stay in school, don't do drugs. Don't this drinking game? It wasn't fun. It was just a joke. It was yeah. We were we drinking were milk, apple juice, strong sure. bones. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. that kind of thing. So um, <laughs> yeah, I found myself like backpedaling a little bit, and I was like, I think as she left the room, I go, "Don't tell your mom." <laughs> that was pretty. And P.S. Don't tell your tell mother. Tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, all right. Well, I didn't watch the debate, so there you go. Yeah, I, I just did not. I don't blame you. Yeah. It took. I was. I was a little afraid, but yeah. I thought with enough alcohol, I yeah, can get, get through, through this. It. Me and the rest. The, me and the rest of America yeah. can make it through this. I think there was an American Pickers rerun on, and so we there were like, go. "Bring it!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, well, I have some other big news. Yeah, and that is that I got an email yesterday from Zillow. Zillow. Yeah, what? Zillow emailed Your me. Favorite. I know. Was it a cease and desist? No, it, <laughs> it will be after this show. Stick around. Um, yeah, there's some good stuff. Um, no, they wanted to let me know that they lowered the Zestimate on my house again. According to, on based on what? Pray I don't tell. know. They lowered it $325. $325. So as listeners may recall, if you've been listening to all the shows, and I don't remember, let me think here, which one was it? It was, we talked about credit. Oh, man. I'll have to go back and figure out which one that was that we talked. But I went on to Zillow and I claimed my home because I was trying to fix the Zestimate. It had incorrect information. This was, I think, uh, um, and it had that I had one bedroom and I have five and it had my square footage wrong and it had some outbuildings not included and on and on and on and on. And so I, and, and, you know, it was saying it was about $75,000 below where I think fair market value is as a real estate professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made all those changes and then Zillow, I hit enter, was all excited, sat back, waited to see, you know, oh, I fixed it. Wow. I have an answer to Zillow. Right. And, um, and then all those changes I made lowered my Zestimate by another $1,500. <laughs> So, hmm. but anyway, so now that I've claimed my property, my home, it emails me every once in a while as a friendly courtesy to tell me that it's lowered my Zestimate once again. It's done it maybe five times. It lowers it every time. Here's the part that I think is a little stunning. Think about it. I'm not going to tell you what my home is worth, but I mean, $325 seems specific is like less than one tenth of 1%. Of my home's value. And I'm sorry, but I'm not that good to get like that close on a home value. No. You just can't get that close. It's bigger than a bread box. It's, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) ah. It's like a nice, I mean, was it like a cost of like a really expensive toilet or, you know, I'm trying to like quantify. Yes. I'm trying to quantify what $325 is. Like what would cause them to lower it's like if I re- if I replaced all the racks in my dishwasher there you go $325 I don't know I can't explain it so I'm proposing that no one can estimate a price that closely um and I know I've said this again I'm just going to keep saying it because it's my damn show and I can sure. say whatever I want home value is not black and white you cannot input data into a spreadsheet which I'm assuming is what happened my guess is that 
some property nearby mine mm-hmm. sold. Mm-hmm. And it could have been that $95,000 house down the street because I live out in the country and there's just a wide range of homes. Right. And they then threw that in and somehow decided that that impacted my home's value by $325. Interesting. I don't even know. So there you go. We're going to talk about Zillow a little bit more coming up. Good. Um, okay. And what else did I have? Oh, but speaking of which, now let's talk about smart numbers for a second. Uh, and this kind of goes along with today's topic because today's topic really is I want, at the end of the day, I want the s- sellers to feel empowered that they have more knowledge and they can go in as a better seller mm-hmm. with a better relationship with our realtor and feel like they have some accountability um, in the sale of their home. Does that make sense? Like, it I does. feel like sometimes I look at things and I think, I, like, I'll see a listing and we're going to talk about this and, you know, it's got fraught with errors and I think where's the seller right like yeah I'm judging the realtor sure absolutely I'm judging them but I say that jokingly I don't judge people (laughs) of course but I I might be like what the heck yeah but at the end of the day I'm like where's the seller where why are they not standing up for themselves and saying this is incorrect realtor Right. You need to get correct information. So that's sort of my goal is that I feel like, you know, sellers need to play a part in the sale of their home. It's just as you do as a buyer, you need to be accountable for the decisions you make because it's the most expensive thing you're probably ever going to buy. This is the most expensive thing you're ever going to sell too. And so you need to be accountable. You need to be involved. So part of that is I wanted to share something because I was thinking about this today. Some new numbers came out and our state has some great numbers. Mm -hmm. And then I realized... Hmm, you know what? Probably every state has these similar great numbers, and they do. So what you need to do is go online and Google whatever your state is, Association of Realtors. Mm-hmm. So in Indiana, Indiana Association of Realtors. If you're in Oklahoma, Oklahoma Association of Realtors. And then type in market data is probably a good search engine number. And you should come up with um, data specific to your state. And as you drill down, you can find data that's even specific to your county. I don't think that as a seller, you need to memorize this. But I think it's really good information. There's tons of data. So don't let yourself get overwhelmed. When you pull up the first, like for Indiana, it's like teeny tiny print. Yeah, that's not even, there's two pages of this. Yeah, because those are just counties, right? Yep, because it's listed by county. But what it's showing is two different things. It's showing last year. So this one's for August, I think. Yeah, because September's not over with you, huh? Mm -hmm. Uh, August 2015 versus August 2016. So it's showing us a year over year what's what's changed, how many properties have sold uh, last year compared to this year in the month of August, and what's the median price. And so most of these by county are showing, you know, some pretty decent increases in price. Um, And so that's a year over year, which is really useful. You can also look up year to date, um, and you can also look up, a trailing uh, three months or 12 months. So a trailing would be what are the last three months and it sort of keeps rolling. So there's two ways to look at this. You want to look at year over year. How's this year different than last year? But then you also want to look at the trailing to see what the trend is overall. But there's really good information here. Again, I encourage you, though, to not look at your state as much as your county. So drill down to your county. One of the things that I use this report for that I think is really interesting is sometimes you get someone from a different county moving in and you need to kind of explain 
right. why one county may be different than another. Um, you know, we live in Monroe County down here in Bloomington, Indiana, and about 50 miles up the road, Marion County, Indianapolis, can be a very different market. Um, we've had an increase, let's see, this August, over 2015 August, our um, sales were up 4.2%, and Marion County was up 18.5%. Wow. It's just different. Yeah. And you know, not even an hour away. Exactly. It's hmm. 50 miles up the road. And then I always laugh because the other one, too, is Lawrence County mm. is from my house five miles. Yeah. And that had a decrease of almost 16% sales August over August. So you need to kind of understand that. So I use that sometimes to show what county are you in and is it different? when I'm looking at the overall state report, but I love to go and look at the county report. And again, there's different iterations of this. And if you're engineers, you'll love this. Oh yeah. This Eat is just this data up, right? for days. Yeah, exactly. But it's good information, it you know, is. that it's saying, uh, and new listings in Monroe County and my County, we had 203 listings in tw- August, 2015, new listings. And we had 181 in August of 2016. So that was a 10%, almost 11% decrease from 2015 to 2016. That go- speaks to the fact that all the realtors are saying, hey, we have a shortage. Right. We don't have enough inventory. We have buyers and we don't Not have houses. Sellers. And so that's a good way to kind of, you know, help people see that. And year to date, we're down about 8% over last year of homes available to sell. So, again, we're seeing that as well. I know numbers make really exciting radio. But these are good links. They are out there for anybody in the public to see. They're put on by the local, your state's association of realtors. So, you know, it's legit numbers. Sure. It's not a real estate firm trying to spin things one way or the other, mm-hmm. or CNN or Lester Holt or anybody like that trying to. <laughs> I hear that he didn't do well last night. I don't know. He's, is that true? He's really going, getting put through the ringer today. Okay. Poor yeah. Lester. Yeah. I'm sure he's a nice man. Good old Lester. So look that information up and, um, you know, ask your realtor to help educate you if you don't understand what this stuff means because there's a lot of numbers there but that's really powerful information and I want to empower you as a seller so we're going to empower you more when we come back from break so hang in there you're listening to Real Real Estate Today with Deb Tomorrow we'll be right back The internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. 
Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Thanks for coming back. Please do email me. I do read them and I do respond. Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Uh, and look me up on Facebook if you're following along. Some of the links that we were talking about in the last segment are going to be up there. Um, and that is Deb Tomorrow Realtor. And my last name is T-O-M-A-R-O, even though Autocorrect doesn't want to accept that. Autocorrect doesn't like my last name either. What does it do to your last name? No uh, middle of the word capitalization. Oh, because you got a D kind lot, of thing lot, going a on. A lot of uh, yeah. vowels. And, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love autocorrect. Which, you know, autocorrect actually is applicable to today's show topic. Because Absolutely. I think the autocorrect may be the culprit maybe, for some of my complaints. Maybe. So every so often I get a call from someone. This probably happens a few times a year, I get a call from someone who has had their house listed for sale, but the home didn't sell. And I totally understand that the sellers are looking for a reason why. Sure. Um, and often it's it's easiest to point fingers at the realtor. Mm-hmm. We get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so today I thought I'd talk about, you know, what are the things that your realtors should be doing to market your property? Again, we're not talking about advising you on price or guiding the transaction to closing or the million other things that realtors do. Um on on a daily basis, but just what are the things that they should be doing to get a buyer to walk through your door? Um, sometimes I, I I think that the sellers misdirect their frustration. Um, I've, I've taken a lot of joy over the years and and trying to learn from that so that I set better expectations up front. Um, I, I don't know that realtors always do that, so I have some speeches that I give them about. Mm-hmm. Why is it better that other realtors show your house and not necessarily me? Because that's one complaint I hear a lot all the time. Hmm. That they say, I say, well, you know, why are you looking to make a change? Well, my last realtor never showed my house. We're going to talk about that. Okay, that that's I'm, not necessarily. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, because you've never sold a house before, I, again, right? No, I'm. I'm. Well, uh, ask questions along the way. Buyer. You are the voice of the people today. All right. Okay, so ask. Hell along. yeah. So sometimes, you know, I do think, like we talked about, and sellers need to take accountability. I mean, yes, they hired a professional to do a job, but the seller is still an active part in that. You know, you don't just go to a doctor and start, just let them start cutting into you, right? I mean, it was kind of graphic, but, you know, you you do your research, you You do your preparation, um, you ask questions, and, you know, at least you should. Um, And I remember some clients coming to me a few years ago, and they kind of said the same thing. They wanted to make a change in realtors. And they said their realtor told them, we kind of laughed about it at the time, realtors don't sell homes, homes sell homes. <laughs> and, you know, I understand what he, he actually meant by that. Yeah. Um, you know, he meant that a good home that shows well and is priced well and is located well, like in a hot market, is not going to take a whole lot of marketing effort. And that may be true. Um 
but I, I don't list a lot of those kinds of homes. Yeah, <laughs> not every home is is the perfect home. Right, exactly. And so, you know, it's not always that easy. And I know that that realtor wanted it to be that easy, but it isn't always. Um, and certainly, you know, sellers are like, I'm paying a commission and they want to see some activity too. I mean, honestly, sometimes you do things just so that there's activity and yeah. there's something going on because as crazy as it sounds, I'm going to sound like I'm drunk right now and I'm not, but, you know, there's a, what did we call it? Um, it wasn't actualization, but what was it a few shows visualization. ago? Was it visualization or it was, oh crap, I forget now. I don't have to look that up. But, you know, sending out positive vibes. Right. What is that called? Turning thoughts into things. Yeah, no, remember we talked about Kinda it? Do you remember that? Vaguely. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we've slept since then. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's you know, strange. there's something about just sort of sending out positive vibes into the universe mm-hmm. and acting like the house is going to sell. Right. So, you know, we talked about packing up and doing some things like that and just sending those vibes out. So sometimes in real estate, I feel like I'm just doing things. I don't know if they'll, you know, I, I maybe don't feel super confident that they're going to make a huge difference, but I'm acting as though it will and sending out those positive vibes. I know that sounds crazy. I'm seriously, well, let's go sing Kumbaya right now. But, um, but, but it matters. True. It but really does make a difference. Yeah. So as we go through these things today, I am also going to give you some nuggets of information. I'm going to call out Jem. I don't know why I came up with that. I know it's stupid, but I don't really care. Well, it reminds me, I, when, I have a story. Yes. Oh, of course I do, Please right? Yeah. One time at band camp. Oh. Swear. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. So I was I was um, drum major of my high school marching band mm. for several years. And one of the first years, we were sent to band camp in Whitewater, Wisconsin. University of Wisconsin at Whitewater. Mm-hmm. Very nice campus. I barely remember it. That was like 30 years ago. Um, but we would have uh, like classroom education in the mornings, and they would make us take notes. And when there was something that they had said that was really important, they would go start thought, and we'd all have to put a little star in our notebook by whatever we were start thought. Oh, start thought. thought. Like, gotcha. And yep. we'd start it. In start our, that. So I was like, I should start something like that on my show. Gem. I'm, this is a gem. It's a little gem. nugget. It's a little gem, right? That doesn't sound too full of myself, does it? I don't think so. Okay, let's get to talking. So the first thing, obviously, and most of these things are really obvious. It's not just doing them, though. It's doing them well. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So obviously, your listing needs to be in the MLS, the Multiple Listing Service. Um, That's the local database. So what happens, I always explain this to clients. When I get a new listing, I input it into my local database. And then that information is going to get fed out to a million different databases in a million different ways that I can even begin to understand and explain to you. There's feeds and syndicates and all kinds of crazy stuff that I don't feel like I necessarily need to understand. I just want to know that my listings are there. So obviously, everybody's going to put your listing into the MLS. That's an important way to make sure that realtors can see it. Um, But what I wanted to explain or ask people is, what's your local database? Because a lot of people don't realize that. When I ask people, where are you looking for homes? They say Zillow and Trulia. Um, maybe homes.com, maybe realtor.com because they're doing some good advertising to mm-hmm. kind of get some knowledge. But there's a, usually a local database as well. And my market, it's homefinder.org. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we're a small local board of realtors, you know, even though that's the public side, it certainly isn't as robust um, as some of these, you know, fancy or slick or anything as the Zillow and the Trulia. Um, so a lot of people don't look there. Um, now, Realtor.com is partly owned and, and uh, overseen by the National Association of Realtors. So that's a great site as well for you to look, look at homes. And my point is you want to make sure that your home is out on all of those websites. 
Um, so can I ask a question? Yeah, please do. So you're saying you, while this is your realtor's job to make sure that this your home is listed on all these sites, yes. you're suggesting that the seller go to these sites to double check. Yes. Okay. And I know, I know people might be like, well, nope. well, that's not my job. I think it is. But I think it is. I mean, if I hire somebody to do a job, am I just going to assume that they've done it? Right. Or am I going to check and make right. sure that they're doing what they've said they're going to do? Exactly. I think you have an obligation. It's like you're somebody's boss when yeah. you hire. Um, and so if you're somebody's boss, you're going to follow up and make sure that the work was done correctly. Absolutely. Um, so there is, I'm going to read this article because um, it's funny. And because it talks about Zillow and it bashes Zillow a little bit. Because that being said, so I put my listing into a local database and it gets fed out to all these. It's going to go to Realtor.com for sure. But it not may not go to Zillow or Trulia or some of these other websites because not all realtors subscribe to all the same syndicates and feeds and all that stuff that I don't understand. So you need to ask the question up front, do you advertise on all the big websites? So here's here's a, I found a, I don't know, what is Reddit? Reddit is, is um, the front page of the internet. Okay. Apparently, I don't read the front page. Nope. <clears throat> so, it's just a place where people kind of like post questions and there's discussion? For really, what's always amazed me about Reddit, yes, you're right. It is, you know, you can post a discussion about anything and um, um, people around the world can respond and you can, you can discuss um, what is has always baffled me about Reddit is it's the, the visuals. It is so low tech. Oh, okay. yet, yeah, right. Yet if it wasn't on Reddit, it's like it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist, you know. So it's it's really an interesting internet anomaly. Okay, well, I need to get on board, I guess. So I was doing some Googling because mm-hmm. I was, you know, looking for some stories beyond just my stories right. uh, for this show today. And I stumbled across this person who posted their um, – handle is smelly finger this is going to get a little Classy. raunchy this, is, this whole thing is going to get a little raunchy for a couple minutes so <laughs> if you want to turn the volume down that's fine but we'll be back in a couple um so okay this person smelly finger says i this is a year ago i just put my house up for sale and it's shown on realtor.com and a few other websites i checked zillow and it wasn't updated to show my newly listed house when i asked my agent why my house isn't shown on zillow her response was it will not automatically load to zillow our company uh, policy does not allow that since there is so much erroneous data on that site and we have no control over what they do with your data once it's been uploaded to the site. Uh, and they kind of go on with some frustration about that. And then they go back and they edit the post afterwards uh, after a ton of people. It's 36 pages long. I went to print out the whole post and Goodness. I did not. I only printed the first four. It's 36 pages. And I do want to go back and read it because it was getting pretty comical in parts. But anyway, she edited it at one point. I don't know. Smelly finger, she or he? Uh, Let's go with he. He said, (laughs) edited to say, cool, looks like I struck a nerve with you agents out there. Here's the thing. Nobody gives a shit that agents hate Zillow and other sites. Bottom (laughs) line is that buyers looking for homes use Zillow more than any other website to find homes. And I agree with that. Yeah. I agree that that is the bottom line and we need to suck it up and do that. But here was one response from, let's see, who was this person? Uh, Fairly quiet. No, was it fairly quiet? 
I'm not sure, um, who says, the problem is that, I'm going to edit this because I don't talk like Rachel with the uh, F word. I can read it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the problem is that Zillow has done an absolutely fun, flipping, tastic job of generating customer traffic while doing absolutely horrible flipping work on the listing side. They know that a large amount of their information on listings is out of date, invalid, incorrect, etc., where this would normally be unacceptable, they're leaning on the fact that they're number one and just telling everybody who's concerned about correct info and reputation to go on and suck it. <laughs> there we go. Zillow's top dog CEO came out and said as much when asked about inaccuracies on his site causing customers to get upset. He said, paraphrasing, well, hey, even if a new customer called you and got mad that a home they wanted to buy actually got sold six months ago, now you have a new client. You real estate people should be happy. So some good discussion on that. My point was, yeah. and I know I kind of went uh, uh, astray a little bit there. My point was that not everybody uses Zillow. Yeah. Uh, so that's something you want to uh, make sure is that you understand what websites your home is on. Um, so here's my gem for this uh, MLS. Have you gone and looked up your listing on the major websites? Ask your friends what websites they look at homes on and make sure your home is well represented there. Um, I think that's really important. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about listing data and uh, accuracy and there should be some good good things coming up so stick around we're going to take another break and we'll be right back you're listening to real real estate today i'm your host deb tomorrow we'll be right back streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. 
To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, thanks for coming back. We are going to stay on topic, I swear, because I'm going to get through these next two points before the end of the show if it kills me. So we've been talking today about what should your realtor be doing to market your home and get buyers through the door. Uh, and again, it's nothing like beyond creative. It's not, It's just doing what you need to do and doing it really well. So the first thing that we talked about was making sure that your home is listed on all the major websites. Um, the second thing is make sure that listing information is accurate. Um it's just as important that the listing is there is that it's accurate, it's easy to read, it's meaningful, it's grammatically correct. Well, that may just be my pet peeve. I get pretty upset about grammatical okay. errors as well. If you have any hopes of selling your home to an English major, <laughs> I highly recommend get that, that you make shit it right. Exactly, grammatically correct. Um, have you ever seen a big uh, a walk-in panty? <laughs> I I would love to see a walk-in panty. Yeah, I've seen it. Have you? Not the thing, but I've seen the words. <laughs> yeah. Or a big back dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know we are like all raunchy today. I'm sorry, Mom. Um, I think she gave up on listening uh, to me anyways. But yes. holy cow. Yeah. You'll understand the the importance of proofreading. I swear this is all true. I have, These are all things I have seen <laughs> with my own eyes. I pulled up just a couple of other examples. And I know Rachel's going to have fun over the next oh, few days yes. posting everything yes, she can. Yes. But um, call, call for privates showing. <laughs> um, three bedroom, one bad room. <laughs> A very bad room. But this one, okay, now this one is serious. If your home is on Polar Lane when it's actually on Poplar, I see that all the time. It's like, why can I not find this house in the MLS? I'm trying to do a search for it Uh because the street isn't spelled correctly. But then it's like, well, if my client likes it, I don't say anything to the other agent because then no one else can find it either. So it gives me a chance to get people in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, yeah, that happens more than you think. Um, The same holds true. I mean, if your home is... The school district is incorrect, that the zip code is wrong, if the number of bedrooms is misstated. Oh, gosh, there was a house recently. It had, like, one bedroom and six bathrooms. I was like, <laughs> incontinence issue? I don't know. One um, every closet. There were some other examples. Bring us your fuzziest buyers instead of fussiest buyers. Uh, real warm and fuzzy. Yeah, real fuzzy. Uh, I have to do some of these other ones because they're hysterical. Um, wow, well, this is getting now saying, you know, you could potentially get yourself in trouble too if the information isn't accurate. Even if it looks like a, you know, just a typo, it could also be perceived as just a flat out error or lie. Right. And then you're pissing people off. Right. Exactly. I mean, if the the buyer gets their first tax bill and it's twice what they were thinking it was and they trusted the MLS listing, then, you know, the first thing they're going to do is go to a lawyer. I promise you. I wrote an offer yesterday on a property for a, a, a buyer and the agent, the listing agent told me right before we wrote the offer, she goes, Oh, I have the price wrong. And it was lower than what we were thinking the whole well, time. Damn good thing. So right? we were like, sweet, you know, that's kind of nice. But had she not, you know, if it had been corrected two weeks after we had the accepted offer and we yeah. had written it thinking it was a higher price. Oh, that would have been bad. Yikes. Been bad. So you certainly want to make sure um, that everything is right. You want to proofread that. Let's see if I had a couple other examples. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, here's another one that the Renault kitchen offers a large Butler style panty prep space. 
pantry seems to give you get the pantry seems to be getting this. And then this is where it starts to get really grammatic, uh, grammatical. Like the kitchen with granite countertops, a new faucet flows into the dining room. <laughs> like mm, I really air. hope not. Right. I really right. hope not. Um, this one, a home perfect for the disconcerting buyer <laughs> instead of discerning, uh-huh. which reminds me of. The, I had a, uh, now I'm going to get off topic for a second. I remember when I worked for a large company, the uh, HR person sent something out and she wanted to say sorry for the inconvenience and she said sorry for the incontinence. <laughs> sorry, I peed on you. Sorry for the incontinence. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, now back to, see, we've come full yes, circle yes, here. Yes, here we are back to, to autocorrect. The topic. Mm-hmm. So you can't just trust the uh, squiggly red line that tells you something is misspelled. You have to make sure that it is the correct word as well. I've always felt that um, a realtor should have the thesaurus open on their computer or in a book next to them or and something. A, yeah, and a second pair of eyes. I always have somebody else read yeah. what I wrote. And yeah. I also always read it out loud. Yeah, exactly. Does it sound ridiculous? How about this one? Great investment. Very hard to find this location. <laughs> in. In. You just missed one word. Yep. In this location. Mm-hmm. But, you know, ideal for small professional families. Which the writer of this article says, no point taking an amateur family to see. No, no <laughs> amateurs, please. And then I like this one, too. And sometimes realtors get a little creative. They created a brand new word out of sunny and stunning. So it's a stunny bungalow. Stun, stunny bungalow. Stunny bungalow. Yeah. Oh, and then here, I'm going to leave this one as the last one because it's this is pretty good. This is her all-time favorite. It's my all-time favorite, too. Um, you know, so when you buy a condo, a lot of times the snow removal is included. Sure. In it. Mm-hmm. Condo fees include snot removal. <laughs> boom drop the mic done mm-hmm. proof read mm-hmm. so um I, there's a realtor around here that only types in capital letters and her stuff always comes back incorrect Why because it's like you can't me? yeah i know Why but you can't you even yeah i mean not only is it and her listings are all in capital letters but it's like there's always errors everywhere oh because you can't even spell check doesn't even get when you write in yeah. all capital letters so you know, I've seen a 900-square-foot home listed with six bathrooms. Just just a hot mess. So, um, you know, an inaccurate, inaccurate listing can cause you not only to lose um, potential buyers, but it can also make the buyer feel like this is not going to be a smooth and professional transaction. I Absolutely. promise you, when my buyers are like, well, but the listing says, or, you know, there's something that's just off, they're kind of like, okay, well, what's up, you know, and they start to get concerned about how the transaction in general is going to go. If the listing's done sloppily, what's the rest of the transaction going to be like? Right. Um, In addition to the accuracy in terms of wording and grammar and all that stuff, you you certainly also want to present a clear and accurate picture of the property that you're listing. Um, I think certainly realtors want to market things in the best light possible. Um, you know, I, but I'm not going to say, hey, this property is on a really busy street and it has crappy old windows, so you're going to have to turn your TV volume up to 22. Right. I'm not going to say that, um, but I am going to explain if there's something funky with a property. Like I had this listing recently, and uh, it was a really, really cool property. Actually, it was sat on an acre, but was close in town. It had this brick house, and it's really, really cool. But the bathrooms were a little bit older, and like one of them was kind of a former basement bathroom, so it was sort of cinder blocky. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, here's some pictures. It's a little unpolished. Sure, it certainly has potential. Room for you know, potential. But I'm not gonna be like this bathroom's amazing because it's not. I'm not yeah. gonna mislead you. I'm gonna be honest because the transaction 
is going to go smoother if that's how you do it or, uh, you know, if, you, if you're kind of honest and upfront from the beginning. I just, I don't want a buyer to be surprised about that. So well, I remember learning in real estate class the term puffing. Have you heard of that? Uh, I guess as in. No, not that kind of puffing. <laughs> Rachel looks you mean exaggerating <laughs> yeah, things, kind of. puffing? I wanted to look up a formal uh, definition of it in like on Wikipedia or one of those. They call it puffery. Puffery. Which I like. I like. Puffery. I know. I prefer puffery, puffery to puffer. puffing. So in law, puffery is a promotional statement or a claim that expresses subjective rather than objective views, which no reasonable person would take literally. Um, it serves to puff up an exaggerated image of what's being described. So, you know, realtors do this all the time. Oh, yeah. It's not lying. Fancy language. There you Get go. Twelve dollar words well, out. You know, and even it's just stuff like you know, is that kitchen really amazing? Uh-huh. Is that view really spectacular? You know, I don't know what's amazing. Can you think of anything that's amazing? I can think of a lot of things that are amazing. Kitchens don't Not usually so pull me over. I'm thinking like a three year old who's playing Beethoven flawlessly sure. on a violin. Amazing. Pretty kitchen. Pretty, pretty nice kitchen. I would say impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's puff. That's puffery, mm-hmm. um, or spectacular. You know, Grand Canyon, spectacular. Mm-hmm. The backyard with three trees? Yeah. Maybe not so much. No. You know, so that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I mean, that's just sort of part of doing the job. But, you know, you certainly want to be present as honest a picture as possible. Well, you want that. an enthusiastic realtor, but a realistic yeah. enthusiasm. Right. You know? right. I mean, there's nothing worse than having showings and then the feedback's like, you know, I didn't realize that the floors were falling in, or, you know, or something yeah. like that. That's just like, we should have probably put that out there to begin with. So my gem here, sellers, listen up, review your listing in detail. Make sure it's accurate. Make sure it's complete. Have your friends read it and make sure it's clear. Um, give your realtor the data to help them craft a complete listing. What are the utility costs and what is a, a list of improvements? I love asking why my sellers bought the house. What made you choose this house when you were buying a home? Um, because that's usually kind of part of how I frame my marketing is. So I'm like, okay, well, if they loved it for these reasons, then that's probably going to be why it sells again. So um, I usually end up using that to create my listing data. As a corollary to accurate data, um, I think having complete data is really important as well. I see a lot of listings that don't even have anything in the listing description, don't have tax information, Wait, don't like have nothing. Yeah, nothing. Oh, yeah, completely blank, nothing. Um, buyers today want as much information as possible online without having to. Um, pick up the phone. I, I remember an agent who used to do some advertising in one of like the little paper magazines that realtors don't really use that much anymore. But he would list his, put his listings in there, but he wouldn't put prices. And the theory is, well, I want them to call me because then I'll pick him up as a buyer. That's fine. And that maybe did work, you know, in the olden days. Right. Um, but it doesn't work to, with today's buyers. They want is <laughs> that would just like, piss me off. And I'd be right. like, I don't want to work with this guy. And that, well, but that's what with today's buyers, they just go, I'm moving on to the next house that has the information that I want in front of them. So again, giving that information, you know, I create floor plans for all my listings Mm -hmm. uh, because I want people to get a feel for how it's a house laid out and gather as much info. And it's nice for the sellers too, if you can provide as much information as possible, then you don't waste a lot of time on unmeaningful um, uh, showings. Sure. Well, and that's the thing. If you're providing all of this stuff up front, again, saving both the potential buyer a lot right. of time and yourself repeating exactly. the same things over and over again. Exactly. So, you know, again, kind of the same thing. The gem of this segment is help help your realtor find complete data 
But again, reviewing your listing to make sure that the information is complete. Um, give the listing, here's your, here's your hint, give the listing to a few people who've never been in your home uh, and ask them what questions they might have. And then see if you can work the answers to those questions into the listing or, or, you know, let your realtor know. I had some friends, they looked at the listing, you know, they wanted to know where the, if the fireplace was gas or wood. Can that's we put that really, in the listing yeah, that's somewhere? that's a really good idea. Um, s- super simple um, to, to do that. So, uh, and again, I had a note in here as I was writing my outline because I was like, yes, 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 I know. Your realtor should be doing something similar. Um, I love, you know, doing little focus groups and sending listings out and say, just give me your impression of this listing that we've created. But this is, again, get involved. This is a team effort. Um, so uh, that is my gem there. All right, we are going to take one last break and then talk about photos, which should be fun. And we'll talk about my top 10 um, things to avoid in real estate listing photos. So stick around. This is Real Real Estate Today. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Thanks for coming back. We are in our last segment known as the segment where Deb speaks really, really fast because I still have four pages to get through. We talk. <laughs> yeah, probably not going to happen. So we may be doing a part two on this, but we're going to be talking today about 
things that your realtor should be doing as a seller. Um, you want to listen up. Things you, that your realtor should be doing to get people through the door. Um, and really, I mean, the big part of it is just presenting a clear and accurate picture. So we've talked about the MLS, making sure it's on the right websites, making sure that the information is accurate and complete. Now, photos. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Photos are almost, in my opinion, more important than words in the listings. Um, Match.com. Mm. Gotta have photo, right? Gotta have a You're photo. not gonna get a date if you don't have no. photo. It's kind of the same. Nobody philosophy. trusts that guy, right? You know. Do you ever look for homes online? I know you're not really looking, but do you ever sometimes. And what's the what's the first thing you do when you? you oh, know, I go with photos first. You click on the pictures, right? Yeah. If the house doesn't have pictures, I, I move on. You move on, mm-hmm. right? So first thing is gotta have pictures, man. Now, I know your your house is tenant-occupied, and it's a hot mess. You're going to have to figure something out. Yeah. you got to have pictures. Got to make it work. It is not going to sell, I promise you, if you don't have pictures. You need good pictures. Um, so, you know, if you don't have pictures on Match.com, you get no date. Right. What if you have a picture, but it's fuzzy, and you have spinach in your teeth? Ew. Probably still not going to get a date, no right? Date. Exactly. That's what this is all about. Um, so, and I don't know. This is where I get in this whole, like, where are these sellers? Are you not? Is no one paying attention to this listing? Yeah. I don't get it. Um, Obviously, if you follow me online, please follow me online. Yeah. Um, We post all the time terrible real estate agent photos.com and any other bad realtor photos. I can't post any from our local real estate. I did once accidentally. I didn't realize. Someone sent it to me and they were like, this is a really funny picture. And it was just, there was like this mega jumbo pack of toilet paper sitting on top of the TV in the picture. And I was like. Could the realtor not have moved that? Yeah. Just, just one move thing. it. Just behind it. you on the floor sure, for the anywhere. picture and then put it back. Anywhere else. You know, and so it, and I put it up and then I got in trouble because it was a local realtor and I was like, <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. Well, sorry. Uh, so anyways, I can't do that. Um, if you're not a realtor, you can do that. Yeah. For sure. uh, and I have several clients that actually, that's our thing. That's how we stay in touch with each other is that we're always like sending. So they'll be like, send me an address and then like picture number 13 or whatever you know and you'll go back to the listing and there was one it had like it was so weird like it's not just bad pictures but it's like weird pictures that kind of get distract you from what you're trying to sell right there was this one that had this like like a spider-man car through the window it was just like really odd you know Hmm. and then like ones with little children in the background but anyways I thought I would go and uh and tell you kind of my top 10 um um things that you need to pay pet peeves I guess and then I'm going to go take a Valium because the show will be over because I'm going to get all worked up so here's uh, number one toilet seats up put them down put them down two seconds I don't need to see that Mm -mm. please I don't know is that just me no, I think it's pretty much everyone. I see it for showings, too. And I'm like, can you just... Just put the damn thing just down. Just put it down. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, number two, wrong season pictures. Yeah. So you, like, list the house in February, and there's snow on the ground. And in July, it's still for sale, uh-huh. and there's still snow on the ground in the pictures. It just sends out the message yeah. of, um, hey, my house has been on the market for a really long time. Now, I read a tip was to... Always photograph your home in spring yeah. because that's when it looks best. Yeah. Is that something you agree no, with? No, I always run around in May and September yeah. and tell people, hey, take pictures of your house. You never know when you're going to hit the lottery yeah. and you need to sell your house because you're moving to Fiji. And it looks beautiful in May yeah. and September. Yeah. Sure. So I've actually got some listings that aren't ready to go up yet. They will later this year, but my photographer's going out this weekend nice. to take some exterior pictures. So we cool. have that. Speaking of which, I do use a professional photographer. It's not expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't have that skill set. I don't have that equipment. I don't. It's so much better when you have someone professionally doing it than taking iPhone pictures. Yeah. I promise you. Um, Realtors and mirrors. That's a fun Ooh. game. 
<laughs> that is a fun game. It's a hard to photograph bathrooms. It really, you really, really is. have to do. You're like contortion standing sometimes. on the toilet tank, or uh-huh. and you get those are the pictures you get that are like this weird angle uh-huh. down. And you're like, how would you get up there? Um, or standing in the shower, or yeah. trying to hold a door open with your foot. It's a hot mess. But realtors and mirrors. <laughs> I'm always like, I always get distracted when I'm showing. Like we're looking um, at pictures of listings online with clients. And we're sitting in my office looking at the computer, and then I'm always like, oh look, there's one. Look, and there's like, realtor Tamara. I'm like, I win. Wait for me. Uh, in general, people in pictures. Um, that most uh, board of realtors don't allow that. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, because you're not. That's not what you're selling. That's true. But I've seen them. Uh, there's one that was. It was in this market, unfortunately. I think it sold though. But there was one. There was this guy. He looked like cousin Vinny or something. He was in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. His arms wide open. Like he's like, "Hey, welcome to the party!" Hey, right? Come the on realtor's in. wife is in the background with her back turned, but she's opening a bottle of wine. Like they were all just getting ready to have a good Get old time. Down. I was like, and that's the kitchen picture. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you know, um, number five. I wrote this in Roman numerals, and I don't know my Roman numeral numbers. Number five. Um, oh, this is a favorite one too. It's so stupid, but real keys and listing paperwork on the kitchen counter move your shit move your shit it's mm-hmm. just not that big a deal when you're like come on <laughs> um blurry pictures i know there's some we always joke it's like oh is that realtor so busy you can't even stop to take stop a picture walking. he just keeps on a walking click click, click 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 um or the ones where the realtor can't get out of the car so the side view mirror is like in the picture because uh-huh. they just sat in their car and rolled the window down and took a picture and i'm telling you this happens all the time where are these sellers I want to know. I've asked people this question all the time. Someone out there needs to answer this question for me. Where are those sellers? Why do they not say something? I don't get it. If they don't see it, yeah, if they know it and they don't say anything about it, then there's a real issue. you got to stand up for yourself. So you're taking shitty pictures of your house. I know. Uh, sideways pictures. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to say it right here. That's just lazy. Mm-hmm. That's just lazy. I sound mean, but really... There's no excuse. Flip the camera again. Well, but no, it's online. When they upload the pictures. Sure. Rotate. 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 Not that hard. And if you don't know, I'll tell you how. Ask. Just sideways pictures, really. Uh, blinding sunspot, whoever the the, the <laughs> sun and, and lighting is really hard. And again, that's why I use a professional photographer because they get where the light's supposed to be. They know what they're doing. One of my favorite pictures was a commercial building that was for sale. You know, these commercial buildings have, like, the mirrored exterior kind of thing. Uh-huh. The picture was just a blinding sunspot. There was nothing else. But they're like, well, that's what I have. And so they used it. I'm like, really? Um, pets. Uh, God knows I love them. I really do. But they don't help you sell your home. So try to leave those out of the pictures. And then blank rooms. Um you know, or pictures of stairs. They'll stand at the top of stairs and just take a picture of the stairs, and it gives you this like vertigo because you're like, yeah. I don't even know what this is a picture of. It's an empty house, um, and if your realtor told you to neutralize it, you've got beige carpet and white walls, and it doesn't tell anything about the house. Mm-mm. There's techniques for that, and we can talk more about that next week. So, your gem of this segment is to review the pictures in your listing, make sure they are good, and make sure they won't end up on terriblerealestateagent.com. I mean, I can't decide if I, that would be pretty embarrassing. It would kind of be awesome, but you wouldn't want to see your own house, you know? Yeah. Maybe somebody you didn't like. Right. Or I don't know. You do it as a hoot. Right. Just for fun. Just for if fun. If I could get on terrible real estate agent with photos a, for fun. Okay. Goal. I'd be down. Yep. Show goal. Yep. Come up with something bad enough that we there can submit terrible real right. estate agent photos right. that we get on. So, okay. So those are seller. That's our first half. 
Dang, I thought that was going to be a whole show. Yeah. Guess not. A lot more. Okay, so make sure all of your listings are on the major websites. Make sure your listing data is accurate. Those are all of the things that your realtor should be doing. But as a seller, you need to take some accountability and just make sure, if that makes sense. I'm not trying to put all the work on you sellers. But just follow up and make sure you're good realtors. I, I would bet you, you know, 99% of the realtors out there do those things. But certainly we've seen all these examples, so there may be one or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next week we'll talk more about that. Next week will be October. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll talk about haunted houses and zombies and things like that. What do you think? Sure. It sounds good. All right. It's a good time of year. Thank you so much for joining me today, Rachel. Thank you everyone out there for joining me today for another riveting episode of Real Real Estate Today with Deb Tomorrow. Check us out on Facebook and on Twitter. We are out there. Email me your questions. And as always, we will be back next week. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets.